Welcome back. We're going to continue our conversation with Jeb Bush, former governor of the state of Florida. Do you see, first of all, I would like to know, do you see yourself like that? And B, do you feel that you have a destiny, Jeb Bush? Uh, no, I don't. I don't feel it. Um, and, I, you know, look, I, I don't, this may be a little too deep for me. I'm not quite sure. We're not the most reflective of, of people, um, Bushes aren't, but uh, let me just say something about my brother. Uh, a lot of what people see of, in presidents is, is based on the hand that they're dealt. Um, my brother, well, first of all, is pretty good in politics. He got elected twice as governor and got elected twice as president. Not many people can lay that claim. That's right. That's right. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount his political skills. No. Uh, and he was dealt a... Um, a hand that required fortitude and determination and toughness. Yes. Um, it, we were we were we were attacked and uh, we were very vulnerable. And he, I think, kept us safe. And I think he created an infrastructure around us that uh, makes us better prepared to be safe going forward. That's not to say that adjustments aren't necessary as you you know move away from uh, one part of history to the next. So I would I, I would say history is going to be kinder to my brother than a lot of people um, in the here and now are. Uh, and I know that he has a uh, he has a a heart for people. I mean I see it day in and day out. Uh, he's an incredibly compassionate guy. But in the eyes of people who see him, the remembrance of you know, the you know the lockdown kind of uh, feeling is really related to 9 11. Yeah. And so, you know, history, there's, it's just, it's a funny thing, right? You have presidents who never were really challenged, and you have some that were, and um, that's not their doing. Yeah, he, well, you must admit, we, we were not attacked after that again. I mean, whatever they did behind the scenes, they did a dang good job of it. That's not to say that we weren't. Uh, there weren't efforts made. Even oh, today, I just woke up this morning, and there were two American citizens of Pakistani origin that had been arrested and sentenced, uh, plotting to attack um, in a terrorist fashion people in in, um, in our own state. Uh, these things continue on, and we need to be vigilant. And I think my brother's contribution to this is to has been to remind people that we have to be vigilant, free society to protect our freedoms. We can't allow terror to reign supreme. So yeah. uh, time goes on, we adjust and we adapt, but that basic foundational principle, I think, still applies in our country. Yeah, he's a, well, he was, he was, he was the right guy at the right time to be there to protect us. Let's, um, let's go on to that next question, if you don't mind, Jeb Bush, and that would be the three people in history that you'd like to break bread with and have a good conversation with. I'll tell you what, well, Churchill would be one of them, because I can't imagine it, could, it wouldn't be anything but entertaining <laughs> and, uh, and informative. You'd have to listen a lot, uh, which I don't mind doing. I, I think I've learned, this is something I've learned as I've gotten a little bit older, you don't, you don't learn a lot when you're talking. Yeah. You learn a lot when you listen, and listening to him would be phenomenal. I'm, um, I'm fascinated by... Uh, American history, and I would, I would love, and I, as I just mentioned, 
I um, I had uh, this. Uh, I've been given this opportunity to, to serve as the chairman of the National Constitutional Center, and uh, as part of that, I thought I'd have to re-educate myself about the founding of our country and the um, uh, the people that made it happen. And the Constitutional Convention and the creation of the Constitution is one of the most amazing acts in any time, but certainly it's the foundational act in our country. I would have loved to have met the founders as they struggled with these huge differences of opinion and challenges of do we create a federalist system? Do we create a centralized, powerful government? Would have loved to have been in the in the room when the debates took place between uh, Madison and Hamilton and Gary, who didn't sign the Constitution, and Franklin and wrote in Washington. My gosh, that would have been uh, a phenomenal experience. And then I guess the it, the, the person who um, helped shape American history. Beyond the founders, that that is um, an inspiration, and there's a movie about it right now. Is Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. What are your reflections? I want about? to go back in time and have dinner with Abe, but just uh, my read. You know, the the team of rivals and the and the other books I've read about Lincoln. It's just an extraordinary man uh, in every way. You have to believe that. Uh, some of these leaders emerging at the time that they did is inspired by God. I just don't, I don't know how else you, how else you could um, say how it could be that Abraham Lincoln, having lost almost every race that he ran, and uh, not being a man of great resources, could come from a state that at the time was not as significant and become president just at that moment. My gosh. Well, you know, I was just telling my friend Stanford Erickson just this morning that when I met with President Carter, I got to tell him a story that he didn't know, and perhaps you, Governor Jeb Bush, uh, haven't heard, maybe you have, but, you know, he was with Mary Todd Lincoln in Ford Theater the night he would lose his life from an assassin's bullet, and um, she said it was totally out of character. They were watching a comedy. Now, Spielberg put this somewhat in the movie. It goes by quickly. They're in the carriage. It wasn't, in fact, in the carriage. It was in the movie theater. But uh, And I know Spielberg took seven years putting this together, and Kearns has been, she's been a guest on my show, but what, they tried to get everything in there. But anyway, the last words he spoke uh, to uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, he turned to her during this comedy, and she said it was totally out of character. He turned to her and said, Mary... I'm imbued with a desire to go to Jerusalem, and bang! He was, I mean, wow. What does that say? You know? The thing I'm, uh, yeah, no, it's just, there's a lot of uh, parts of his life that were um, amazing. I, so anyway, those would be my three people of history that I would love to learn from and listen to. Wonderful. Well, Jeb, I, I appreciate you taking a, uh, an extra long time to be with us today. Um, uh, I wish you the best. And is there anything else that you'd like to say before we hang up that maybe I was uh, re- uh, remiss in asking? No, but I'm looking forward to being in uh, Bureau on, uh, in January for um, the speaker series on uh, Saturday. I think it's the second Saturday. I can't remember the exact date, but I'm going up to Vero. It's a beautiful part of our state. Uh, with phenomenal people, I, I, the, well, I have I have feelings about each part of the state. I, I, I truly love Florida, and um, 
what the what Bureau Indian River County area I would say is uh, in, is has the nicest group of people, the kindest, the most civil. Uh, it's, a, it's a phenomenal community. Well, thanks. That's I'm nice. looking forward to getting there. Yeah, it's a nice little seaside village. I found it about 20 years ago. I, rig- I was born and raised in New York, but it's a great little seaside village, and we're looking forward to you coming in January to the Emerson Center. Um, don't, don't hang up. I'm going to say goodbye to our listeners now. This is Rhett Palmer, the mayor of the airways. We've been talking with Jeb Bush. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back. It's not over yet.